Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey friends, welcome back to Send It With Steph. I'm currently sitting in my bed in Trevenia, fully dressed in my ski clothes, waiting to see if they open the glacier. So figured why not record a podcast because I'm just sitting here and today is day five that we've just been sitting and waiting to see if anything will open. So we love skiing in October slash November. It's just the best. (laughs) It's almost like the winter season hasn't hit yet and we should maybe just wait. But anyways, we're having fun trying to keep the vibes high. I've been doing a lot of working out, which is just not what I want to be doing right now because I'm fully in like the skiing mindset, but that's okay. We are getting ready for the first race of the year. Um, Zermatt, the Zermatt World Cup is supposed to be for girls, supposed to start in like just under two weeks. So hopefully that happens. Um, We'll see. The weather has not been cooperative there's been I think one day of skiing in the last like two weeks here so I feel like I got pretty lucky in Sase last week we got three days of GS even though they weren't amazing it was still skiing and it's more than most of the places in Europe right now so anyways that's my vibe sitting here in my speed suit and snow pants waiting for the next hour to see if they open So I thought I would talk about making friends on, I mean, for me, it's making friends on the World Cup circuit slash in Europe because that's applicable to my life. But I think this is really relevant for like every sport and kind of every profession in life. Um, I think it's really natural for us to try to make friends when we're young. We aren't really set in our ways. We don't have a lot of like competitive nature in us when we're younger but then the older we get the more we become competitive we're all trying to be kind of the best in our field and um, for me that's means in sport obviously like in ski racing but yeah I just thought I would talk about my experiences and how I have managed being on an independent team for the last two years and this year being alone fully um, just me myself and my coach and ski guys so Yeah, that's what this episode's going to be. Okay, so starting this off, for me, so last year I was on a team with Trisha, and we spent all of our time together, and the year prior to that, we were both on a private team based out of Europe that had about five or six girls on it, but it was during COVID, so everything was kind of shut off. Like, you couldn't really socialize with other teams. Trisha and I were together for the whole season basically so we were in our own little bubble and our bubble would mix with the bubble of the other girls on our team but for the most part we didn't socialize with other teams other athletes just because of COVID like you weren't allowed to we were getting tested all the time so it was very separate um, so Trisha and I got really close we spent literally every second together of every day um, so yeah it was it felt like easy it was comforting we both had each other and then last year when we decided to go out and do our own team it was again just the two of us but we were kind of going on different tracks because I was fully committed like I had my world cup start so I was doing all the world cups and Trisha kind of had to do what I had done the year before and go back and forth 
between World Cups and Norams. So anytime that she was at a Noram, I was usually at a Europa Cup. So we were kind of separate for a little bit more of the season last year. And I think that for me, like I knew that Trisha was trying to make the U.S. team and that she had that option to make the U.S. team because they had a team established. They have girls that are on the Speed World Cup. But for me last year, like I knew that Mitch, uh, Marie-Michelle Gagnon was our only other downhill skier in Canada who was racing World Cup and I knew she was retiring so for me I kind of knew that there was no team for me to be making for this coming year um I knew that like obviously Val Grenier and some of the younger girls were going to come and start doing super G's but I knew ultimately I was going to be on my own this year and that I was going to be bouncing between groups and kind of for the most part on my own um so I had accepted that I knew Trisha was going to most likely make the team for the U.S. and go be with that, those other girls. So I made a conscious effort that when I was at Europa Cups or when I wasn't with Trisha, I was trying to like put myself out there to a point where I could relate to the girls on the circuit and try to kind of make friends with them. And especially like the girls that were close to my age who were also bouncing back and forth between World Cup and Europa Cup. I think it was easy for all of us to relate to each other because we were doing the same thing. We were kind of going through the ringer together. It was a long season. There was tons of races. And so it was good. Like I, I did end up meeting a bunch of these girls who I were in a similar situation to me, had similar mindsets and yeah, we got along really well. Now I will preface this by saying it didn't happen overnight. Like I I think in ski racing especially it's a pretty small group of athletes that make it through the system from being a junior up onto World Cup and you're kind of if you're going to World Juniors and you're going to these like major junior events you're most likely going to be the next make the next step as well and I think that for me like I knew a lot of these girls who were my age or a little bit younger from World Juniors and from like racing a couple of Europa Cups. So it was kind of a natural, like we had known each other for a few years, but we weren't close. Like I wouldn't say I was really close with any of the other girls from other countries because I had had my North American friends. Like I had Trisha, I had the girls on the Canadian team and some of the girls on the US team. But I guess last year was kind of the first year where I was going to races completely alone with my coach in service. And it was kind of like, okay, I can either sit alone in my room or I can go and like actually make an effort to become close friends with these girls who I'm most likely going to be spending the next few years with on the circuit. So I guess that's also a lesson if you're a young athlete and you're getting exposure to athletes from other countries, definitely like start to put yourself out there a little bit. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be good friends with all these people right away. I think it's just nice to kind of make those connections so that later down the road when you are potentially competing against each other on like a bigger stage or you're on the circuit together all year round, um, you already have like the base connection and then it's easier to kind of develop friendships from there. Something that I kind of had to also learn this last year when I was trying to get close with the other girls was number one like finding people who 
had similar ideas and like thoughts about the sport and the their lives um and for me that was like I really related to a lot of the girls on the Swiss team and the French team and like I'll say that I'm pretty good friends with most girls on the circuit I think that the downhill world cup circuit and super g are very unique there's a lot of camaraderie and respect like i found even the older athletes who shouldn't necessarily know who i am like i'm (laughs) kind of on the new side of the world cup circuit and it's not like i had a bunch of unbelievable results but they were very like welcoming to me almost right off the bat and I think they acknowledge that it's not easy coming on to the World Cup circuit right away, especially being from a country like Canada where there's not a ton of support. They were really welcoming and offered a lot of guidance. Like I think that the Swiss girls especially, like Michelle Gazin and Joanna Halen, and they, they're these girls that I look up to and have always kind of looked up to and they like really welcomed me in and gave me advice when I was on the circuit, which I thought was crazy because ultimately they're, we're all competing, but I think that they notice that when there's people that are like myself who kind of don't have those older mentors on the team with them, um, they kind of took me under their wing and were really encouraging. And it was funny, even when I got my like two World Cup results. They were so excited for me and they were like, see, we told you you could do it. So um, that was really cool for me. And it's something that I think is pretty unique to the speed circuit. I mean, don't get me, don't quote me on that because I am not ever like competed on the um, GS and slalom circuit. Like, yeah. So, I mean, my only experience is on the speed circuit, but from what I've seen and like, experienced on the Europa Cup tech circuit versus speed circuit those are kind of my takeaways from it on this train of thought I don't want to put the idea out there that girls on the circuit are not competitive because trust me it's very competitive Um, I think that's something about the downhill circuit that makes it very unique is the fact that we have training runs before our races so we have like four five six day series where three two or three of the days are just training runs and those are kind of unique because people don't have the same intensity necessarily on training run days there's a lot more time where you can kind of interact with other athletes it's not the same as race day Um, so I think that is a big part of why the speed community is quite connected and tight is because we do spend a lot of time together, number one, but also we have those days where we're all in the same place, we're all doing the same thing, but we're not actually competing for results. <laughs> um, obviously, you want to ski or fast, like ski fast on training run days, but it's not the same as a race day where there's results on the line. So for me, training run days were kind of a chance for me to branch out and interact with the other girls in a way that wasn't necessarily possible on race days and I think that's something that really helped me because obviously every athlete has a different approach and I think that the one the athletes that I gravitated towards were the ones who had a similar approach to me where we don't I can't be competitive um, the entire time I'm on the race hill like 
there's just no way otherwise I'm going to burn myself out so for me it's like quite a short period of time before a race that I'm actually like fully in race mode um other than that I mean I enjoy being around the girls I really like the social aspect of sport I think that it's one of the cooler parts of it is that you are around these other people who have like the same mindset as you and in the regular world it's not super common that you're going to be surrounded by 60 other people who know exactly what you went through to get to the point you're at um that is something really unique about sport and about ski racing is like we all went through the same relatively the same pathway to get to where we were and we all have to put in the same work in order to you know stay at the world cup level yeah so for me it was kind of seeing what girls I related to and using training run days or travel like training days before races to kind of get to know them and socialize and then we you kind of have to realize that there's a split to any kind of competitive friendship so especially when like I am not on the same team as a lot of these girls obviously they're they're on a team together like the Swiss girls are all on a team and the French girls and um so I'm kind of like an outsider that is friends with them but I don't spend every second of every day with them I don't I don't have the same like intimacy in the friendship as they do and that's something that I just acknowledge and accept and um for me it's like trying to balance between like when we're competing we're competing and that's a totally different part of our friendship than when we're not competing and We can like be really close. We can share things. We can, um, yeah, I think that it's just finding that medium where even when you're on a team with someone, you have to figure out how each athlete works and who, what their like relaxed versus competitive um, divide is, (laughs) if that makes sense. So yeah, for me, it's like trying to, have social interactions with these girls outside of the race days or like the competitive side because I think that's really important for building these friendships and it's like something that I have to consciously go out of my way to do otherwise I wouldn't see them because (laughs) we spend so much time racing and so much time traveling that unless you like go out of your way to make sure that your friendship is more than just on the competitive side, it it won't grow. Something that, like some advice I would give for younger athletes or I guess any athletes in this situation is even if you're on a big team and you feel like you kind of have a safety net of people and a group that you're around all the time, that it's like almost mandatory friends because you're on a team together and you spend every second together I think don't be afraid to branch out and look for friends outside of your team because they can be some of the like better friendships that you'll have and the more natural ones I think that we talked about this yesterday my team and I but some of the more like intense rivalries and competitors that you see on kind of any sporting circuit are the ones that are from the same country because they're the ones competing for the same world championships um, spots or they're the ones competing for the same starts or the same position on the team and um, 
those can like that amount of competitiveness within a friendship can sometimes create problems or hostility so it's never a bad thing to like look outside of your immediate group and your immediate team and I think that it is really important to foster a strong team environment and like work really hard on those relationships but at the same time you don't have to be best friends with all your teammates you obviously have to work to be together and to like build that team environment but they're not necessarily your like mandatory community um I think that that's kind of the way people put it and it's seen as like these your teammates are should be your like supporters and your biggest allies and stuff and while that's great to think about in theory it's not necessarily true I mean I think that governing bodies foster a lot of almost negative competition between athletes on teams um, it's not always true. It's and it doesn't always have to be all the time. Sometimes it's just leading up to big events or between certain teammates. But you, when you're competing against someone all the time and having to live with them all the time and like trying to, I don't know, just get along constantly, it's it doesn't always lead to like your best friend or someone that you want to spend all your outside time with and that's fine um I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend time with your team at all I think that is really important but yeah don't be afraid to look outside your team for friends and people that support you and um yeah I think that all this has come to me because I've been forced into this situation I don't know if I necessarily would have looked outside my team for um really strong friendships had I not been on my own um so this is something that I've had to learn through my like experience being an independent athlete and um not having a big team around me but I think that yeah there's a lot of really cool relationships you can build in sport or in your professional career um outside of your immediate team I think that I've talked about me trying to make friends for long enough. <laughs> I I um I think that it's hard being an adult trying to make friends and especially in a com- competitive atmosphere. So, if you're someone who feels like you don't necessarily have a big group around you or that you're not really sure where you fit in right now, don't stress. I have been in the same situation. I now feel really lucky that I have um, friends and like a community around me that I feel very comfortable with and who understand what I'm doing and going through but that took work and it took time like I've kind of been on my own multiple times now where I and I haven't had the same experience making friends or like becoming friends with my competitors so don't stress um just be willing to put yourself out there and that is like one comment I get a lot is that I'm really willing to put myself out there and like be social with people and it doesn't happen all the time trust me I am definitely a loner some of the time but I do find it fun to make my sport more than just my job where I'm like focused 100% of the time and it's nice to also kind of build a community in the sport. Um, 
yeah so that's all I really have to say about that try not to stress friends will come and go in your life and it's all about growing and yeah finding who you click with at that point in your life but thank you so much for listening I am so happy to be back and yeah stay tuned for next episodes thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube